It's Monday, September 18th, 2023. A new definition of MAGA, RFK Jr. avoids assassination, and is there really any difference between the left and right these days? Next on the AM Update. Donald Trump coming off his disastrous interview with Megyn Kelly, where he couldn't give an answer on whether a man could become a woman. Well, Trump was interviewed by Meet the Press on NBC, for some reason, on the topic of baby killing. Trump says he wants to make abortion great again. Mr. President, I want to give voters who are going to be weighing in on this election yeah. a very clear sense of where I think, they'll, stand I think they're all going to like me. I think both sides are going to like me. Let, let me what, but what's let, Mr. going President, to have to Mr. happen President, is you're going to have to... This question, Kristen, please. you're asking me a question. What's going to happen is you're going to come up with a number of weeks or months you're going to come up with a number that's going to make people happy because 92 percent of the democrats don't want to see abortion after a certain period of time if a federal ban landed on your desk if you were re-elected would you sign it at 15 are you talking about a complete ban a ban at 15 weeks well people people are Starting to think of 15 weeks, that seems to be a number that people are talking about right now. Would you sign that? I, uh, I would I would sit down with both sides and I'd negotiate something and we'll end up with peace on that issue for the first time in 52 years. Uh, I'm not going to say I would or I wouldn't. I mean, DeSantis would, is willing to sign a five-week and six-week ban. Would you support that? You think I, that I think what he far? did is a terrible thing and a terrible mistake. So banning abortion after heartbeat is detected is terrible, according to Donald Trump. Aside from the fact that it's absolutely moronic for Trump to take his biggest strength, his biggest accomplishment, his biggest flex and compromise on that, that's really dumb. But you can't compromise on life. You just cannot. There's literally no exception, no line in the sand where Democrats will all of a sudden be fine with curtailing abortion on any level. Not that long ago, every Democrat in Congress, or at least nearly every Democrat in Congress, voted down a 20-week abortion ban and voted against procedures for babies born alive following failed abortions. There will be no compromise with them on this issue. And the thought that the unprecedented level of legal persecution against the former president is going to stop and all the Democrats are going to love him because he offers them a few more babies to kill, the dude just does not get it. Also over the weekend, the former president spoke at the summit for FRC action in Washington, D.C., and claimed he beat Obama in 2016. As you know, crooked Joe Biden and the radical left thugs who have weaponized law enforcement to arrest their leading political opponent, and leading by a lot, including Obama. Was, I'll tell you what, you take a look at Obama and take a look at some of the things that he's done. This is the same thing. The country is very divided. And we did with Obama... We won an election that everyone said couldn't be won. He also added he thinks Joe Biden is leading us into World War II, complete with some weird music in the background. We have a man who is totally corrupt and the worst president in the history of our country, who is cognitively impaired, in no condition to lead, and is now in charge of dealing with Russia and possible nuclear war. Just think of it. We would be... In World War II, very quickly, if 
we're going to be relying on this man. Meanwhile, Ron DeSantis was at that same event. He talked about how he'll promote a culture of life and discussed how his faith guides My Department of Justice will investigate and prosecute attacks on faith-based pregnancy crisis centers and pro-life activists, which the Biden administration is currently ignoring, and they're letting this go on. If government suits targeting faith communities are dismissed in court, there will be consequences against those who brought them. And believe me, we will support quickly dismissing these meritless lawsuits. When my administration goes to court, it will be to defend religious freedom, not to attack religious freedom. As I've traveled across not only just Florida, but across the country, I'm sometimes asked about uh, the role that faith plays in my leadership as governor. And, um, you know, I can only tell you from me and what it's like uh, being in a, in a high office. Um, I don't know how you could be a leader without having faith in God. When you stand up for what's right in this day and age, that is not going to be cost free. You are going to face blowback. You're going to face attacks. You're going to face smears. And it's the faith in God that gives you the strength to stand firm against the lies, against the deceit, against the opposition. Uh, it gives you the foundation to know that all the insults, all the nonsense they throw at you ultimately doesn't matter because you are aiming higher. Some people ask me, how do you become a good leader? Well, one of the first things you need to do is put on the full armor of God. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. An armed man was arrested by police at an event attended by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. after the Democratic presidential candidate's unsuccessful requests for Secret Service protection since declaring candidacy in April. Photos provided to the Epic Times show the man, who was wearing a shirt with EMS on the back, being held in handcuffs by police officers outside the venue in Los Angeles on Friday afternoon. Multiple police vehicles were at the scene. The Los Angeles Police Department told the Epic Times it received a call around 4.30 p.m. reporting that a male was in front of the event venue with a badge on their lapel, a gun, and a shoulder holster, and claimed to be a U.S. Marshal. Spokesperson for Mr. Kennedy Jr. confirmed the incident to the Epic Times. Kennedy Jr. had not yet arrived at the venue when the incident occurred. According to LAPD, the man reportedly claimed to be employed for the event, but wasn't recognized by the security staff. Moving on, the GOP-controlled Texas Senate acquitted Attorney General Ken Paxton on all articles of impeachment on Saturday afternoon. The suspended Attorney General can now return for office. The jury of 30 senators began deliberating on Friday, spending more than nine hours behind closed doors. A two-thirds majority of the 30-senator jury 21 senators, was required to convict Paxton. 
Only two of the 19 Republican senators voted in favor of convicting on any article. In late May, the Texas House of Representatives voted to adopt articles of impeachment against the Republican Attorney General. The articles of impeachment levied against Paxton accused the Texas Attorney General of constitutional bribery, disregard of official duty, abuse of office, conspiracy, and misapplication of public resources. During the closing arguments, Paxton's lawyer, Tony Busby, said, quote, This is a political witch hunt. I would suggest to you that this trial has displayed for the country to see a partisan fight within the Republican Party. The Bush era in Texas ends today. We thought it had ended in the primary when Ken Paxton beat George P. Bush, end quote. Paxton had pleaded not guilty to all of the impeachment articles on the first day of the trial. A jury acquitted three men Friday in the last trial connected to a supposed plan to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, a scheme that was portrayed as an example of homegrown terrorism on the eve of the 2020 presidential election. William Knoll, twin brother Michael Knoll, and Eric Molitor were found not guilty of providing support for a terrorist act and a weapon charge. They were the last of 14 men to face charges in state or federal court. Nine were convicted, and now five have been cleared. The Knowles and Molitor were accused of supporting leaders of the plan by participating in military-style drills and traveling to see Whitmer's vacation home in northern Michigan. The key players, Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr., were convicted of a kidnapping conspiracy last year in a different court. Congressman Chip Roy was at an event recently where he laid down the law on why we can't keep printing money and sending it to Ukraine. I think it's really critical to understand that what we've tried to do as the Freedom Caucus and a broader block of conservatives in the House of Representatives is to lay out what we believe are the critical issues that we must address, like Jody was talking about. Uh, we're making very clear about the overall spending level still must be addressed. $2 trillion of deficit spending when your $32 trillion of debt is completely unsustainable and it's not something that we can continue. Number two, you can't continue to have a Department of Defense that is more focused on being woke and involved in social engineering than it is on mission first in defending the United States of America. Um, the third thing you cannot do is continue to allow as a Christian nation a wide open border that is endangering American citizens through fentanyl poisonings and through human trafficking and sex trafficking that is harming immigrants in the name of false name of compassion. Fourth, you cannot allow the Department of Justice continue to be weaponized against the president, former president of the United States and against the American people. And, and I'd say fifth, uh, we, we cannot continue to have a blank check going to Ukraine without dealing with what we need to do here at home first. Now, I would add a sixth element to that, which is I think we also need to deal with making sure we no longer prolong and continue the COVID tyranny nonsense and the mask mandates and vaccine mandates. And finally, air analysis, slightly acidic, mostly necessary. Last week, we learned a Democrat running for the Virginia House of Delegates, Susanna Gibson, made live videos online with her husband performing sex acts for money. We also learned last week, and there has been no denial from the parties named, that South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem has been engaging in an extramarital affair with longtime Trump staffer Corey Lewandowski. We also learned that GOP Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, who herself just divorced her now ex-husband, was at a theater for a stage performance of the show Beetlejuice, where she then proceeded to act in disruptive ways, including taking pictures, vaping, and allowing herself to be groped by her date. The same people in publications who defended and excused the first story even celebrated the fact that a Democrat running for office in the United States was caught performing sex acts online 
Well, those same people were quick to trash Noam and Boebert. And the same people in publications who trashed Susanna Gibson, that Virginia delegate candidate, were also quick to make excuses for Noam and Boebert and explain away why what they did wasn't that big of a deal. There's just very, very little difference these days between the left and right. Those who slammed Gibson used the same arguments those on the left used to slam Boebert and Noam. This is unbecoming of our elected representatives. This is morally reprehensible. Those who defended Noam and Boebert used the same defense as those on the left did to defend Gibson. What business is it of yours what consenting adults do in their bedrooms or in public? They weren't harming anyone. Again, all of this happened within the span of a week. That's moral chaos, moral subjectivism in action. Where subjectivism and chaos thrive, truth dies, especially truth of the ultimate variety. We must not surrender truth in order to fit our narrative or political preferences. Now, I understand it's very difficult to accept this paradigm, especially when, you know, we actually have security camera footage of Lauren Boebert being roped, and we have no security camera footage of Jeffrey Epstein in his cell. That doesn't mean, though, we get to engage in moral subjectivism. It's true that making pornography is evil, regardless of whether you make it with your husband and regardless of whether you're a Democrat or Republican. It's true that being disruptive in a movie theater and groping and being groped where children are present is despicable behavior, regardless of whether it's done by a Democrat or Republican. It's true that engaging in an extramarital affair, alleged, is an affront to God and a betrayal of your spouse and children, regardless of whether you're a Democrat or Republican. It's also true that all of these people, Democrat or Republican, are human beings who make mistakes and sin just like you and me. It's also true none of them are outside of God's capacity to forgive. But it is also true that sin has consequences, and one of those consequences in a righteous form of government and society should be resignation from positions of leadership. But we don't have these conversations. We don't have these distinctions. We are not in pursuit of ultimate truth, because ultimately, increasingly on the right and the left, the only thing that matters is power, not with the motivation of wielding that power righteously, but just power for power's sake. This is not a paradigm I think that a Christian worldview can flourish in. And that's a very dangerous, dangerous place. I'm Aaron McIntyre, and this is the AM Update. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.